Hey, Catalyst Crew. Welcome to episode nine of Catalyst Corner. It's Thursday, so we have Jim F0123Art on with us today, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. How you doing, Jim? Doing okay. How about you? Oh, another week in paradise. Oh, I hear you. Oh. Living the dream. Oh, weather's been a little weird. Yeah. Um, took the dogs out last night. The minute I stepped outside, Poseidon opened up the skies. Yes. Scared the shit out of me. Oh, it was crazy lightning. Oh, caught I, me I, off guard. I saw somebody post pictures. I guess New Hampshire posted a um, a whole thing of pictures that were sent in of all the different lightning that was happening last night. Just completely bizarre. I mean, obviously, it's lightning, right? I mean, everybody's seen it, but I mean, shit's going sideways. And, oh, it was nuts. Oh, it was absolutely crazy looking. You know what it is? We have Thor coming out soon. That's what it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. The two two Thors at one time. Yeah. Disney is literally just, they've taken marketing to the next level. Yeah. yeah. Leave it to Disney to figure <laughs> out how to manipulate the weather to, to promote yeah. a movie. Yeah. Love and Thunder. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what it was. Have you seen any films? Speaking of films, so I have. Oh, oh. So, so, not new. It's old. Okay, what did you see? Exactly, old. Oh, oh, the film old. The film oh. old. Oh, okay. What did you think? So, so the film old is based on a graphic novel named Sandcastle. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I read the graphic novel and I loved it. Thought okay. it was great. So when Old came out, I had a lot of high hopes that if they stick to the majority of the premise of the graphic novel, it's going to be a very, very entertaining movie. The problem is... They hired M. Night Shyamalan to be oh, the director, no. which means this is a shell of what made the story so great in the first place. Is there a twist in the graphic novel? So here's the thing. The, so the movie is, what, what it is, is there's a few families that go to a secluded beach. There's some sort of property on the beach. Yeah, it's like a resort, right? It's just a beach. Oh, okay. Just a no, just I, a secluded beach. It's not. They don't go to a resort. Well, in the movie. Oh, this is. But, oh, in the novel, they just go to a beach. Just a beach. Okay. Right. Okay. And and it's a beach that, for whatever reason, once you're on it, you can't get off it, and you age your entire lifespan in a single day. Right. And. That's it, right? That's that's what the graphic novel is. So these unsuspecting families find this beach. All of a sudden, the aging process starts, and that's it, right? Th this is the premise. They don't understand it. They, they try to get off the beach. They can't. They don't understand what's going on. Kids, kids are growing up and having to basically live an entire life so they're going through puberty, they're going through relationships, they're going through 
you know, parenting, everything. Now, do they perceive in the novel time as being a day? Yes. Okay. Yes. I always thought that was kind of a plot hole to the film. Like, there's no way your brain would be able to, even if you flooded it with hormones. Like, right. You, you know, you're still perceiving time the same. Right. So. Yeah. So, you you took a, you took a premise, and and this is one of my biggest pet peeves is that if you thought the graphic novel or the comic book or what have you was good enough to make a film or TV show out of, then why do you then have to change it almost to make it unrecognizable? I understand giving some creative freedom, and I'm for that. Change it up a little because if you've read the the story, then you're not going to be surprised at all. So I get it. Give some surprises to some people that may already be familiar with the story. But don't wholesale change the thing to make it unrecognizable. And this is my issue with M. Night Shyamalan and all his twists and turns that absolutely are unnecessary and really don't enhance the story whatsoever. Well, it worked once, right? And he's That's just it. kind of been hanging on those laurels forever. Right, exactly. And it's so... but. Again, it worked well for the movie that it worked well on, but it doesn't always work well for every movie that you're going to do. This is a prime example of a movie that didn't. Right, but he had he had an opportunity to move away from that. They gave him Avatar. Right. And he botched it. Mhm. So Yes. You know, at at some point you have to stop thinking that his name is going to sell a film. No. And this movie did not do well, so it did not sell the film whatsoever because majority of people didn't even know that it was based off a graphic novel, right? So because they changed the name of it, a lot of people didn't put two and two together. And it's not a it's not one of those graphic novels that really were, you know, a, a big time seller in the comic book community. So therefore it wasn't gonna get that type of fan base. It was gonna sell on the movie kind of on its own. Right. And, you know, they they thought that his name would, would sell it, and Well, it let me didn't. ask you this, because I want... You, you had brought up a point earlier I kind of wanted to um, argue with you a little bit. Okay. So I am for changing a story. Okay. If it makes it better. Sure. Perfect example, Fight Club. Yeah, the ending in Fight Club, the film, is better than the ending of Fight Club, the novel, and the and the author has gone on record. Palinik has gone on record and and agreed with that. Sure. So if you are actually doing something that enhances it, I have no issue with changing. No, no, it. no, and nor do I. And, and and you know, Robert Kirkman did the same thing with the Walking Dead series. He right. made changes from the comic because he thought I I could make it better. Now that I've seen it, I can make some enhancements to make it better. But it doesn't make it unrecognizable. Sure. And I think, you know, I'm very okay with, with creators doing that. Mm -hmm. Me too. Now, Me too. How does the how does the graphic novel wrap up? So here's the thing, right? In the in the in the graphic novel. Do they escape? So let me I'm gonna go with the movie first. Right. Right. So in the movie, these are people that there's there's a resort. And they're kind of targeting people to bring into this resort. They target them to go to this island because somebody within the group that they're bringing has some sort of 
disease or medical issue. Right. It, it ends up being an experiment. So it ends up being that it's like big farm. They're experimenting on these people to come up with cures for whatever type of issue that they're having. And so the people still end up, they, so the people are still going through the same issue. It's just that they're trying to find cures that would take years where they can find it within a day. Right. And they're trying to then sell this medical uh, cure-all to obviously become multi-billionaires. Which is where it fails because it, <laughs> it stops it stops being, you know, almost an existential horror film. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, it's a sci-fi flick. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. So... So the, the, the brother, there's a one family, there's a main family, there's a, a brother and sister. He's like six years old, she's like 12 years old, and they grow up, you know, and have to basically live their entire life. They end up getting off the island because the, the main villain's nephew sent him a decoded note and told him how to get basically off of the beach. So they ended up doing it at the beginning of the movie when he's a child. He, he meets one of the guests who happened to be a cop. He gets off the island. Him and his sister, they're in their you know 50s now. They go back to the resort, get to the cop, and everybody gets arrested. And they bust everybody, and they shut down the, the project. And you know these two people get to live the, whatever life they have left they're still going to be able to to live. Yeah, incredibly weak. Yeah. In the in the graphic novel, everybody that goes on to the beach dies. That's it. They die. And you don't find out why. You don't find out right. why. It's just it's it do you remember um the Stephen King what was the creep show? Yes. Right, where where on the raft where they get on the raft in creep show too and it's like the blob. Yes. And then the blob eats the guy at the mm -hmm. end, right? It's it. Yeah. Sometimes the bad guys win and you don't get to understand yeah. why. We and, covered this last episode. Right. And and the real and the real shame of it all is in the movie, so there's a the the young son that I mentioned, there's another family that has a daughter around the same age. They grow up together, they basically fall in love, have sex, ha conceive a child, but the child dies right away. Okay, because the the child couldn't handle what was going on. So right, because in theory you're growing a child, you know, in in twenty minutes. Yeah, right. In the in the graphic novel, the child grows up and has to see everybody else die, and then have to be alone on the island, ultimately knowing I'm going to die as well, and that's how it ends. So, I think why the novel works is because it's just life. Yes. Sped up. Yeah. It's life sped it's up. It's just dealing life sped with, up. Yeah. Dealing with having to see the people around you and the loved ones around you die and have to live with the loss. It's just that you only have to live with that loss for a very short amount of time. Right. It's just life. And so exactly. you, you go from having something that could have been a poignant take on life. Yes. To... Nah, it's just it's just pharma being pharma. Yeah, and it's like ah, oh, we we got the bad guys, and now we can we can live whatever life we have left, 
you know, I, well, the, I, I now the have message to, is weak. Yeah, the message was extremely weak, and it went it went from a horror that really left you in like, oh man, that that sucks. Like that, that's a terrible. You know, no, that, the the ending was so great, but it was a terrible feeling you got, which is what you wanted to get. Right. At the, but and, it, and this, but, it, but it's horror, but it's just life. Like right. no one, there's no villain really, except no. except the passage of time. Right. Time was the villain. It just happened to be that you lived your entire lifespan within the day. But right, the villain was time. That it shows you that you don't have a lot of time. That you're going to have to deal with loss. So M Night and his boys had a meeting, and they and he said he said to these guys, these producers, he goes, "Yeah, but what if? <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Instead of it being this, you know, and again, not pretty on the nose about it being time and everything, but still, you know, solid story. Mm -hmm. Instead of it being time, it's just going to be, you know, it's just going to be pharma. It's just going to be Wayland Pharmaceutical. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And 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 they all go, yeah, yeah. Do it that way. Yeah. 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 Twist. Everybody's going to have a disease and we're going to find and we're we're doing this. We're going to kill these people to find cures for disease so we can sell the cures and make millions upon billions of dollars. Sure. Yeah. Great. It takes the humanity out of it. (coughs) Yeah. That's what it is. As As soon as it becomes humans doing shit to other humans. Great. Cool. Yep. People are shitty. Yeah. But, but it, you can stop people from being shitty. You know what you can't stop is time. Right. Worse. Way worse. But what what makes it even worse is that the beach you just don't account for the, like so the beach in the in the graphic novel just no one knows why the beach is what it is, right? It is just what it is. Like you found this secluded beach, it just happens yeah, to it's be life. But you don't know. In, none of us know what's right, going on. But in here, they didn't create the beach. They didn't. It's not like the pharmaceutical company that was trying to find the cure created the beach to find the cure. The beach. They found the beach. The beach just happened to be there, and they locked out. Hey, we found this beach that we can do testing on. Just like the what? amount of right, the amount of somersaults that you'd have to do. Yo, we have this beach, right? And if you go on this beach, it's very hard to escape. There's only like one or two ways you can get off this beach, right? And yeah, you just age wicked fast. Yeah. What could we do? What should we do with that? We could put prisoners on there. Like that'd be a good way to execute them. Yeah, but what if we just use it to cure cancer? Yeah. Well, how do you want to do that? Oh, we'll just pop a few people on there and study the disease and, you know. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. Well, you know what? And we'll make some money as a resort as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. We'll just have a regular resort, and they they go to the normal beach, but we handpick some people to go to the secluded, scary beach because we want to test. They call that beach B. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, you know, just the, the the whole premise of his storytelling just diluted this story so badly so when we were talking uh, on the last episode about, you know, leaving things to the imagination, mm-hmm. right? What what you've done with this film is you've you've taken away the mystery, yes, and it it is lesser for it. Yeah, yeah. Instead of having just this this beach that could be supernatural or whatever, you you've just it's it's 
people against Corpo. Yep, great. Great. Yet tail is all this time. Yeah. Like, boy, you know, you you really you you really took this graphic novel and made sure you fully didn't understand a single word that was in it and made something that was a complete mockery. But if you're not passionate about filmmaking anymore, just stop making films. Yeah. There's no way like do you think he thought that was a winner? Yes, I do. Well, then he's terrible at his job. I, no, I really do think he thought it was a winner because he because he ultimately but the, but it created it. Wasn't a winner in the village. It didn't. No, like the village wasn't clever, and it's, that's the same thing. Right. Yeah, I think that he's a one-trick pony who got lucky on that one trick and doesn't have any other ideas. And so he just tries to shoehorn this one idea into every movie. And again, this was right, something that was already written right, for him. He doesn't need an idea. No. He doesn't need an idea. All he has to do is translate the page onto the screen. Yes. And if you wanted to add a little bit to enhance, sure, that's fine. There, there's certain, again, creative freedoms that you can add that can enhance the story to make it a little bit better. Because, again, you're taking an older story, it's years removed, so yeah, you could probably make things a little bit different. Yeah, you could add some diversity into it, of course, um, things of that nature to make it different. There were things you could add to put your a little bit of your touch to it, but just translate the story that you were given and pretty much do that verbatim. But instead, you wanted to pretty much take a snippet of that story and almost create your own thing and it just completely did not work. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. So I, I would say we'll give that one a stay away. Yeah. Stay abso- away from the beach. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> stay away from that beach. Oh, thumbs down. Yes. So let's I, you had mentioned you were uh you wanted to get a new segment going on the on the cast. I did. So I was I was out at a at a gathering a little while ago. Not on a beach, though. Not on a beach. That's good. You don't want to yes. be there. No, I was very concerned that the pharmaceutical company would, would bother me at the beach right. and test on me, right. so I as didn't want to go there, as they do, as they're, as they're known to do. And, and a movie that was brought up, or a, I should say, I brought up a movie that I said that I thought was terrible, that everybody else loves... And they looked at me like I had 10 heads, and I get it, but it got me thinking about that very subject. You know, movies that everybody else loves that you've seen and say, yeah, I don't get it. I don't love it. I actually hate that movie. Hmm. I could, yeah, let's... Or you could could also do the reverse on that as well, but this was, this happened to be a movie that everybody loved. And, and when I said I hated it, everybody looked at me like, you yeah, know, I, 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 I like this. What do yeah. you got? So the movie that I said was Wizard of Oz. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. I'm not talking about this. The, I'm not, and I'm not talking about the, the novel. I'm talking about the movie. What about it? Exactly. It's bo- I, I thought it was boring. Well, I thought I mean, it, was it was made boring. in boring. It was made in like 38. Yeah. Okay. But, so here's the thing. I just saw The Wizard of Oz recently. Like for the, for the first, first time? time? Holy fuck. Yes. So when I saw it, it was it after it was done, I'm like, 
yeah, I don't get it. Like, I don't get what all the hype is about. It's, I don't get why con- people love this movie so, I so much. I don't. I don't disagree with you there. I think from a from a purely film standpoint, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But if you if you take it in context, right? It was the first Technicolor film. Oh no, no, I get that part. Well, that's of it. what it is. Well, so I yes, and I get. But here's the thing, right? And then their grandparents love it because it was the first time in color, and then they assign nostalgia to that right. because it's a way to... Bu- that's what yeah. it, Nobody fucking is sitting there going like, The Wizard of Oz is a masterpiece of cinema. No, it's fucking garbage. No, of course it, it's garbage. But it's garbage. But I don't... But I never want to watch it again. Right. But, like, because... But, 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 but there were people that religiously watch this right, movie like it's not, the greatest movie ever made. You think that they're, they're sitting there and going like, Oh, uh, this is a connection I have with my grandfather. It could be. It could be that. Like, but is that a conscious thing, though? Maybe. Or is it just like they just know that they like it because whatever, it gets Maybe, the dopamine Maybe, but, you know, going. but it was also one of these things where every, you know, holiday season, this was the movie that they play and everybody would sit around and watch it. You know what I mean? So there is a nostalgia factor. I get that part of it. Sure. And I'm not and I'm not saying this is the only movie. Certainly there are other movies that we can that we can well, apply you, this to. How do you feel to. about The Wiz? I don't I don't care for it. I don't care for it at all. Maybe you just don't like the Wizard of Oz tale then. But no, but it's not it's not the story itself that bothers me. You know, I just It's it, just every iteration they've made, you know? No, it's just <laughs> it's just that it's just that when I when you think of something so iconic like that movie that generations love, that people will make sure that when it comes on, they're gonna be gathered around the TV set because it's that important to them. And then when I watch it, I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. Now, I've seen plenty of other movies that are, you know, of that generation. Certainly, I love all of the movies that came out, the Universal Monster movies that came out of the 30s. When do I they, love those when do movies. When they do the holiday thing? Is it New, New Year's or Christmas? For uh, it's Christmas time. It's not even a Christmas movie. No, but they just assigned it to play every holiday season and it's become something where families will get together and watch The Wizard of Oz at the holiday season. It, it's like, you know, if you look at it in, in the light of day, though, it's like a very sad situation. Like, they were, like, pumping Judy Garland full of cigarettes and amphetamines, mm-hmm. right? And that's something that caused, obviously, Liza Minnelli to be the way she is, too, yeah, right? right? So it's like, yeah, great to get that out of it. Yeah. It's just that, you know, it's just that when I watched it, I was going to, my my thought is, okay, I'll finally bite the bullet and watch this movie because everybody tells me how much they love it and how meaningful it is to them and how important of a movie it is. And then I just, I, I walked away from it saying, I don't ever want to watch that movie again. Um, I made a sticker recently. Yes. You've seen that. I did see yeah, that. People dig that stuff. Yeah. So, but I, I don't mean, think they vibe on it because it's Wizard of Oz. No. I think they're laughing at the absurdity of it. Sure. And, and I got to tell you, there is a lot. Like, you got munchkins. There's a lot of shit going on there that's crazy. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not saying that the novel is a bad novel. I'm sure I've never read it, but I'm sure it's great. I'm, I'm not dissing the story they itself. They looked at you like you were an outcast because you said that? Yes. That, that one, like, see, like, that's like a I just divisive. murdered their baby. No, I, I can't get behind that. There, I think there are some films that, that you know, Wizard of Oz, that, like I would say Casablanca is a great film. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard so, like I've heard some people be like, ah, it's, uh, I'm not really into it. I, I don't like black and white. The pacing's too slow. But if you sit and watch it, the acting is on point. Like it's a it's a good story yeah. for its time. I mean, again, there are a lot of movies that came out in the 30s and the 40s that I do like, that I do enjoy. So it's not that it's not that oh, it's so it's just an old movie that I because yeah, I, but you know what it it's for it's for kids, right? It was made it for is. kids, and and I think what ends up happening is, uh, would you would like? Are you into Disney? Um, I mean, I I like I'm I, talking from I, a story from a story perspective. I'm not talking from like oh, I like the animation. It's cool to see the yeah. technology. Yeah, I, I mean the stories are pretty solid for the most part. Yeah, but do you watch all the new? Disney movies. Oh no, no, no! I haven't watched. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Is that okay? So I look at it akin to adults that are watching, and this is not a, you know, a shot at them, but adults that don't have kids that are watching Disney films and going to Disney parks love The Wizard of Oz. Sure, it's that type of shit. Yeah. Oh no! Totally, totally. But it like I didn't. You know, my 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 mother's into Disney, right? Mm -hmm. And she said to me. Oh, did you watch Encanto, right? Because the the songs were running around when it came out. Sure. Right? No, I didn't fucking watch it. It's two and a half hours. I don't I don't have fucking really? time to sit down. Yeah, or two hours. Whatever it is. But I don't have time to sit down and watch a Disney flick. I don't have any kids. No. Yeah, no. I'm gonna sit down as a as, as a thirty three year old man and watch Encanto. Yeah. No. No. But uh, you know, it's just that it's one of those things though that it got me thinking like. Just because the majority of people may love a movie doesn't make it wrong if someone else doesn't. Um, Let me give one to you. Yeah. Jurassic World. Yeah. I hate it. People love it. Yeah. It's generally well-liked. It is. It is. How how could they do it again? Well, it's 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 useless storytelling. It's just, but it's just like even in the guise of it, like... <laughs> Congress would not let that shit happen. Like, you can't. People have been dying for years at these parks. Nobody's even going. Although I say that in, like, in light of recent events in the real world, like, meh, maybe I don't like, maybe I like it more now because it would happen. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, but there there are so many movies. Oh, it's brutal. Let me give you another one. Yeah, hit me. Napoleon Dynamite. I think that is the most unfunny, stupid, wish I would never see it on my TV screen again type of movie. Yet, it's extremely popular. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. There's just there's just better stuff out there, you know? Yeah. But it's so popular. This is, you know what I mean, that Like you, still though? Like people still still vibe with Napoleon? Yeah. I mean, it's on all the time. It's really? on TV all the time because it's it's such a popular movie. Yeah, I could. Uh, I'm, I'm all set with that. Although I got to be honest with you, I'll give you. I'll give you one more for this segment, and then we'll cut it. Mm. Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, I can't get into it. I I tried, I tried, and and on some of the live streams and stuff, people are like, "Oh, did you?" When when four came out, they were like, "Did you see four? It's so good." And so I tried to watch it again because I was like, "All right, let me give it a fair shake again." I just can't get into it, and like I get it. There's a lot of '80s nostalgia in there, mm-hmm. right? I'm just for whatever reason I'm not vibing. It's like no, I don't get it. I just don't under. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And and the thing is, I don't. I'm not hating on anybody that loves this stuff. And if th- those are your favorite movies, I'm not disparaging you whatsoever. I'm just saying that it's it's there. 
it's very strange when you hear so much about certain movies and how much love there is for certain movies. Yeah. And then you finally sit down and watch it and was like, wow, I hate that movie. Sometimes the hype train is deadly. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any movies you love that people uh, hate off the top? I have one that I'm that I'll pull if you if you don't go have ahead. any. Go ahead. Hit so, me with so it. So I watch this every single year and I think you do too maybe. Star Wars holidays. Oh, special. love it. Oh. Love it. Oh. When I tell people I it's a tradition, I will watch it every Christmas. Oh, at, w- without without a doubt. I love it. Yeah. It is the most insane thing that has ever come out of you have the entire cast coked out of their mind. Yes. That's not an exaggeration, right? Like, I think they've gone on record. And oh, like, they yeah, have. we're all on cocaine. Yeah. The first 10 minutes of it is just Wookiees. Yeah. Speaking speaking the language without subtitles. Yeah. Just at home, like, th- having Living a- life, being yeah. a Wookiee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a Wookiee oh. up, up in the treehouse. And, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, did they just did they lose the original cut and there were no subtitles or some shit? No, no, no. That was the plan, it, and it paints this picture in my mind that like in the seventies, the producer was like, "Yeah, all right." So for like the first ten minutes, we're just gonna have like Wookies around doing like Wookie shit, right? Like like she's gonna be cooking, he's gonna be playing with his toys, it's gonna be great. But what are we gonna have them say? Oh, don't worry about it. They're gonna speak in Wookie. Yeah. Oh, so subtitles? No, no. <laughs> no. So, so they're going to be speaking in their native tongue without subtitles for ten minutes, five. Perfect. It's probably five minutes. Yeah, but it, that's fantastic. And then it just goes into like just layers of absurdity, yeah. right? You got the cartoons too that kind of mix in just the weirdness yeah. there. My one of my favorite moments though is that the is there's VR porn. Yeah, they strap Gramps up. Yeah. to a VR porn machine. Yeah. I, I've never done acid, but I assume that's what it is. It, yeah, I know. Right? Like, <laughs> I assume that if I took a hit of acid, that the the holiday special is what I would see in in my brain. That's what I'd be. That's what I'd be you looking at. You think that at. would be a good trip or a bad trip? A good trip, right? Like you'd feel refreshed. Yeah, you'd trip. feel refreshed after that. Yeah, we're all one. We're yeah. all one. It's like happy life. Yeah, uh, you doing okay? <laughs> I just fucking had three Wookies talking. Beatha sang me a song. Oh, be, yeah, Beatha was there. Oh, I think I, I heard it. Jefferson Airplane. Dude, I watch uh, it. Ev- I watch it every year. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, people it, hate it. Yeah, I, they do. They hate it. I don't know how. I don't know how you can't love it. Yeah. You can't listen. You can't love it as a Star Wars fan, but as a fan of the absurd. You have to. It's it's incredible. I don't know. I don't know. As a Star Wars fan, I I think I do love it because All right, it's Star so if Wars. If you get behind that, then I like to think <laughs> the movies and shit are like real serious. And then when the camera cuts, it's just that. Yeah. Like the universe is actually just a bunch of that yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. There's there's. There is a planet out there in the universe where that is all oh, it is. Sign me up. Yeah. Every oh, I love it. Every year. And I, I have had people get physically angry with me. Yeah. Like visibly shaking. Yeah. Again, because you're it's like, look, we're not saying that the story that it's telling is a good, solid Star Wars story. We're not saying that this is continuity. No, but it matters. doesn't take anything away from the no. Star Wars universe. And if you, you know, if you're asking my opinion, I think it adds a ton. Yeah, absolutely. It gave us lyrics to the Star. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fucking insane. Yeah. Well, 
What else does, you know, again, Chewie, when he's not with Han, what is he doing? Now we know. We know what he's doing. Yeah, when he's he, got lumpy. Yeah. He's, he, you know, he's got a life outside of being the co-pilot to the millennium. It's boring as fuck. His sure. life, and yeah. it's it's insane, but yeah. he's got one. He's got one, and we and we have to I, see it. Listen, it's just so good, and it and, is. Good. And I like it more as I get older, yes. and I learn more about culture because, like, even the imperial dudes are just like dudes that they lifted right out of the seventies. He's got yeah. the mustache, and it's just oh like, yeah, he's just like hey, yeah. hey, you over there, yeah. And I'm like, bro, yeah, you go, you, you go into orgies, you yeah. Look like you it's might like be you just you got partying. Out of, you got out of Studio Fifty Four <laughs> and then headed over here. <laughs> Yeah, like, hey, you, you want to be in a Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I haven't slept for three days, but I'm down. Perfect. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you're a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Am I, I going to get paid? Well, you're going to get paid in Coke. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I'm yeah. in. It's like we got a bag of Coke yeah. in the green room. Yeah. Have at it. Yeah. Oh. Stick your face in that bag right over there and then head out to friggin' makeup because you're going to be in this Dude, Star Wars special. How can you not love it? Oh, I don't. I don't see how anybody doesn't love it. Just Mar- even like Mark Hamill, he comes on the TV, yeah. he's sweating because you know he's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You get him for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's probably been there since early morning. It's Just probably trying to do a good yeah. job, but he's coked yeah. out of his mind. Yeah. Mark, show up at four o'clock in the morning. Your scene is going to be two minutes at eight o'clock at night. So go in the green room. Do whatever you yeah, need he's to just do. Doing lines yeah. upon lines. I'll be, I'll be there. Yeah, I love it. Oh, well, so good. May the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love. I love the holiday yeah. special. Oh, it's tremendous. It's not on Disney. No, no. What a shame. No, I just go on YouTube yeah, you every to, single you year. To, you have to but sail the seas yeah. to get it. Yeah, it, it should absolutely be on Disney. It should. It should. That that is. A huge disappointment. I think that every Disney, I think the, that Disney should have a Star Wars Christmas or holiday segment. They do. Segment they do. They with, just disclude that oh, one do they? episode. Yeah, they have the uh, okay, Lego not, life, uh, the Lego oh, the, special. The, with their own, yeah, the, I, I, then if they have that, why in the world? Because they're ashamed of it. <sighs> Embrace it. Love oh, it. I, see, that's that's the mistake that a lot of these corpos make. If you lean into the absurd, that's what it says on our tag. That's Catalyst what we're all Corner. about. Lean into it. Right. If there's, there is nothing more absurd oh. than the holiday special. It's a tradition. It is. It's an absolute tradition. tradition. I, I love it. Yes. So, speaking of Disney, we'll, we'll cover a couple things mm-hmm. here. So, obviously, we got news uh, either today or yesterday that our dear Mr. Clean cosplayer, Bob Chappick, mm-hmm. was going to be around for a few more years. Yep, yep. They decided, you know, all of all of a sudden, one day it was, you know, now we might get rid Bob, of this guy. It might be time. Yeah, to all of a sudden, hey, hey, this is a big extension for you instead. This is the problem with giant corporations, okay? Bob is fantastic at running the parks. Like a corporation, yeah. like sure. this reservation shit and the new fast pass stuff is not making it better for the end user. It, but it's making them a ton of money. Yeah, which is what he's all about. Right. And it paints a very scary picture because if they are going by a reservation system, 
it, it's not that far off to say, well, you know, now you don't even get to go to Disney anymore unless you're a certain class. And and I'm, and the scary thing is, I don't think they'd have a problem with that. No, because people will still go, and they'll make right. their money. Yeah. So, but but not getting into all of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think that he is great with the parks. I think he's awful with the media. Yes. Now, it's important that your media wing is strong because then you can make rides and experiences in the parks from the media, right? It, it it's a, you know, it's all connected. Yes. It's the it's acid. We're all one. Right. So it would be nice if either it wasn't the giant conglomerate monopoly that it is and we had other companies running these things so you had another voice in there or you know Chappick just would understand what his limitations are and hire someone to deal with media but he, he he's a psycho yeah well i mean you know and the funny thing is you know look at somebody like Kevin Feige right yes you you have a guy you he doesn't know anything realistically about the marvel cinematic universe but he's got a guy that does. Correct. So again, you do it there. You already you already have implemented that theory, and it works for you tremendously well. Right, but they didn't. Right, because Feige was there before. No, not not that he implemented it. I'm saying Disney in general implemented. Right, but that was the Iger days when right. shit wasn't off the rails. Right, but what I'm saying is, you have you know, hire a guy. You. If you can't handle it yourself, then yeah, hire the proper guy that can it from handle a place it. With no ego. Well, yes, of course. Right, and he's not. He's right. looking at it as this was Iger's tenure. We're going to do things my way, and I'm sure the parks are going to be fine. They'll probably They'll fine. flourish. But I'm concerned about the media we have coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it's clearly the only reason why Kathleen Kennedy is still running the show for Lucas. Sure. There, I mean, wh- how else do you argue it? Why are you renewing her contract? Yeah, I mean, the 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 ratings uh, and, and the money that the movies are making certainly would suggest the opposite. I it, mean, Obi-Wan, you know, just did pretty well. And all the Disney Plus shows in general are doing well, but Kathleen Kennedy is not, she's not the one that did anything with those. The things that she had her fingerprints on all did terrible. So, I mean, if you're looking at success and you're in, why would you renew somebody's contract? Well, Kathleen Kennedy would be a reason why you would fire somebody and not renew them unless you had a different agenda. Right. Well, I think Chappick probably looks at her as an ally. Sure. Right. And so you want to have people in your corner. Yes. So, and again, being more park-minded, I don't think he cares about the media. I no. really don't, because I don't think he sees the value in it. And that's the mistake, is that until we can get someone in there, like I think Iger was, I would argue that Iger didn't put enough value in the parks. He didn't. So it seems like you have these guys that they're bringing in that are that are just so short-sighted now what Iger did for for the media was fantastic right but if if he if he had pulled back just a little right yep 
you could have already incorporated some of those experiences into the park. And for me, I'll, I'm, I have no desire to go to a, to a Disney park. Not, not just because of the, the kids thing. Because superhero shit isn't even coming out for another 10 years. Right. Right. So it's, it's like, great. It's like when you go and they have these rides of movies that are like 40 years old. Like, nobody cares about that shit. No. The thing about, I've, so I've, I've gone to Disney in Florida, and it, it's cool to say you've been because it's iconic. And it's not so much it's, it's great or the rides are special or anything. It's, it's that you mentioned that you've, it, it's like saying you went to the Grand Canyon. Well, you're right? sharing in the culture, right? Right. Like Disney, like it or not, Disney World, Disneyland, those are cultural landmarks of the modern age. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, anytime you go to one of those landmarks, anytime that you have that experience, it's going to be, it's going to be meaningful to the fact that you went and you experienced it. But at the end of the day, once you do it, I mean, unless you are one of these people that consistently watch the Disney movies and go to the park and that's your livelihood, that's what your life consists of, once you go, there's really no reason to go again. Now, I've been a few times. So I, okay, yeah. But, but I went, the first time I went, I was doing a gig there. Okay. The... So I got to go in the tunnels and everything. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I've seen so some... That's different. Yeah, I've seen some stuff. I've yeah. seen behind the scenes. Uh, the second time I went, I was... I didn't work there. I was. It was a gig. Yeah. The second time I went, um, I think that was like a civilian, just me going with like people wanted to go. Like it wasn't my thing, but people wanted to go, right? I enjoyed it. Because I got to look at the technology. Mm -hmm. So to me, those parks have always been, what are the Imagineers doing? Like even the Snow White rides sure. and all that shit, that's where I got my rocks was like, oh, yeah. look at this tech. I've never seen anything like this. How are they doing that? And you know me, like I tinker. So like I was, yeah. I love yeah. looking at that stuff. And that's the only place I could see it. Right. So so it, it appealed to me there. And then the third time I went was for a work thing, and it you know they wanted to go, and I was you know it was yeah. a work thing. So what am I going to do? Yeah. Now I mean, it, so if you if you said to me, "Hey Jim, we're going to bring you down to Disney, and you get to sit in on watching the animation process," sign me up I, every day. I, I'd be there every oh, day, every day. But if you just said, "Oh, you can go to the park," I'd be like, "Yeah, okay." No, the cool. the the only the only sway the parks have for me is if they put out a new exhibit. I'd I you know if I live there, maybe I'd go to check out the technology and go. Sure. Oh, cool! This is you know this is going to trickle down at some point to consumers, and that's going to be really cool when it gets there. Mm -hmm. But no, like there's no, you know, it's hot, it's crowded, it's not the happiest place on earth. No, like it's lame. No. But I mean, but, but people listen. Kids love it. Yeah, kids do. And but and the, people love to forget their problems. Sure. And if it does that for like this isn't me. I know I've 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 harped on Disney adults a little bit this episode. It's not me hating on them. I don't hate Disney adults. I I just 
and I don't judge you for loving Disney. I get no. it. I get it. No, if that's your form of escapism, then all the power to you. If that's what you've chosen... It just doesn't work on me. No, it doesn't work on me either. But, I mean, I don't... Right, to your point, I don't hate on those people either. If that's what they've chosen yeah, to use as a form of escape... Stuff. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. No, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that, you know, again, it, it's... I just think that sometimes you may age out of... or. Some people age out of that particular escapism. I just think it should be okay to say, like, hey, look, Disney isn't really my bag anymore, um, you know, and not be looked at like you were with the Wizard of Oz thing. Right. You know, because people are like, what do you mean you don't like Disney? I mean, I don't like Disney anymore because the stories don't resonate with me anymore because they don't. I need complexity and, and violence and sex and all that type of shit. Right. I mean, I have, and again, I, I have no issue with animated movies. I enjoy animated movies yeah, quite a bit. So it's not that it's, you know, and I know that they're doing live action ones of the animated movies. That's a whole different thing. That's that a reskin. That's cheating. Right. But it's not that they're animated movies that, because some people feel that animated movies are geared towards kids, and I don't necessarily feel that way because you could have a very adult movie that's in animation. I think the story should not be affected by the medium. Right. Nor do I. So it's not that they're, it's not that they're cartoons as to why. Yeah, but I know a lot of people that write off any type of no, animated there, film. Yeah, there is quite a, right. There is quite a bit of people that feel I, that way. I would take it even a step further and having done some animation, mm -hmm. the people that work on those are extremely talented. It is extremely an incredibly talented. difficult process. Oh, absolutely it is. So before we cut this cuz we're running out of time. Did you finish Kenobi? Yes. Uh, I liked the series overall. I thought it was I thought it was decent. However, my biggest problem, and I know we're not we're going to get into it right now. My biggest problem is you've created more plot holes than you've corrected. Sort of. I mean, my my biggest issue was I on the last episode I talked about how much I liked Reva. Yes, I like her a lot less now. Yeah, I I don't think she needed to go to Tatooine. Right. I don't think she needed that moment like, don't become Vader. She was never Vader. She was never in danger of becoming Vader. Right. So I, I think added, shoehorning that in took away from her character. I don't, you know, I thought the, I thought the Ahsoka thing, they, they stole it from Ahsoka, but I thought that the, you know, you didn't kill Anakin, I did was good. I was into that. That was sure. cool. It was. Come on. That was a moment. Yeah. And I love the way they, they did it, right? Because it's still Anakin the whole time. Even after he says that shit, he's screaming for Kenobi. Yeah. Right? He's still the kid. Like, they, you know. Yeah. They do a good job with that. Yeah. I think that, um, I think what, what this series, if anything, did was I think that People might have been a little bit too hard on Hayden Christensen's performances in the prequels. Agree, and and I think this series showed. No, he did an actual, I think, really good job as Anakin. Yeah, it'll be cool if he pops up in Ahsoka. I'm good. I'm good yeah. with having him around. So, I I overall I liked it. I thought they yeah. told some decent stories. 
There were some cringe-ass cringe moments. Goodbye, Darth is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yes. Goodbye, Darth? His fucking name is not Darth. That is not a... That's a title. Right. What? What is that? Yeah. Yeah. That was awful. That pulled me right... Like, and, and it sucks so hard because that scene was so good. Right. And you cap it with, All right, Darth. Mm. See ya. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I like the Qui-Gon, obviously. Yeah, rad that they pulled him in. Yeah, it was, you know, I mean... And, you know, yeah, I was here the whole time. You yeah. just weren't ready. Sure, that's fine. I will say this. I do not do season two. We're good. You've done it. You've done it. We don't need any more. Right, right, exactly. And that's, you, yeah, move on to something else for and sure. And I'm not going to get into this too much, but I was insulted at the Imperial March. Sure. You're not clever. That's not... I don't know if you thought you were subverting expectations by giving us the Imperial March. And, and again, you guys know how much I assign, you know, how much weight I assign to music. Right. You denying us every important theme only to use the Imperial March as a stinger at the end is not clever. You're no. not subverting expectations. It was insulting. And the and the scene you picked to play it, even if you want to argue, well, that was the moment that he truly accepted that he was Vader. Get the fuck out of here. No. You should have had Leia's theme at the beginning, twin sons when he was sitting on mm -hmm. top of the the house. The Imperial March should have came up a couple of times. Yeah. Because when you deny it, it divorces it from the canon story and makes it feel like its own thing, and it and it's not. It's yeah. Obi-Wan. It's not it's not it's Mandalorian. It's Obi-Wan. Right. And when Luke showed up in Mandalorian, you had the Twin Suns theme. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know Kathleen Kennedy said, you know, oh well, we'll look at this and see what the response is and and if it really warrants a season 2, we'll It doesn't warrant a season 2. It doesn't warrant. Two. It doesn't matter you, how good. There's nothing that you can do that's going to make Look, it's cool that we got it. It's it's reinvigorated everybody with hating Christensen, which is good. Yes. These players no longer should be the stars of the show. No. You can use them with sugar. You use them sparingly. If you want to have Reva go on a mission where she tries to hunt down Vader and obviously fails, but she gets a show out of it, that's fine. I'm cool with that. That couldn't that she could go to places that we've never seen and sure. introduce us to cool characters. I yeah. could be down with that. That's fine because it would be it would feel like a, a totally new story with all basically new characters. Right. And and that would and that would be fine. Even though it's in the Skywalker saga, you know, they don't have to really be the focal point of it. So I'd be fine with that. Right. Akin to Mandalorian. Right, exactly. So yeah, I'm cool with that. If you want to have Kenobi show up in something, you know, he's hanging around, he's on Tatooine. If we right. do something with Tatooine and he pops up, no worries. But I don't need to see him and Qui Gon dicking around in a cave. No. You no. know? That's that's not for me. If you want to have Hayden pop up in uh, Ahsoka's show, great, awesome. But that's probably it. I mean, I know I said when the the series started I would be interested in the Vader show, but, like, I don't even think I, I need that at this point. You no. Know? I would much rather have him, you know, if they do a live-action Cal Kestis, if you want to have him pop up in that, that would be fine. You can use him as just, again, how they use him, a scary, unmovable wall that only a select amount of people even have the ability to challenge. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I do think, and I, as I just mentioned, I do think the one thing that these series are doing is creating additional plot holes because they're trying to now fit things in that weren't written for when they were originally told. Yeah, there's a lot of retconning. Yeah, so it it it's not the best of storytelling. It's it's all fun. Look, it's all fun, but you are you are really creating a lot of plot holes. And I don't know necessarily if these shows are that needed because the one thing with Star Wars fans and the toxicity of Star Wars fans is if you create too many plot holes more and more and more, they're going to just hate on all of this stuff. And so maybe not giving it would be a better idea. Well, we'll have to see what Ahsoka's show looks yeah. like because i think if that i would rather see them do stuff like that i, I would rather see yeah season... but that's not been told like right. there's a lot of story there that's never been told that sure. has no real plot hole to it and my point is you've you've introduced us to reva yes so you've given us a character that is in my opinion up until the last episode because i thought it was dumb that she went after luke mm-hmm. but up until the last episode good yeah. I liked her. I, yeah. I really did. I didn't like her in the first episode because I didn't think she was showing enough pain. But as yeah. she kind of evolved, I, I was I was about it. Yeah, she's a decent character that was created for the show. Sure. And if you want to use that character to create more shows, cool. I think she's great. And you can have her toe the line, right? Maybe using yeah. Style 7 or whatever. And that would be really cool. I'm, I'm about it. Yeah. But I don't need to see any more Ben. No, I will say, but you know, I will say, uh, I forget his name, but the guy who played Owen, yeah, fantastic, yeah. He added so he was in he was in the show for maybe a total of five minutes, yeah, and he added so much weight to Owen's character because when we first meet Owen, he's fighting with a rebellious teenager, right? So it doesn't the love doesn't come off, right? Because there's no. that conflict of. I'm trying to help you, kid. Do what I say, right? Right. And what we got was, no, I I love him. He's my son. It's, you know, I love Anakin. Things like that. Right. And the way that it was conveyed at the end of the, the, the show, it I got choked up. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. good. Well, you know, that, but see, that's what, that's what's important, right? You took a character like Owen that we had very little of and made him very more three-dimensional than we ever had before. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're and, not and really adding more. Now. Right. Like, we're not adding more to Obi-Wan. Like, the character himself, we're not, we're not really adding. How do you? How can you? Right. Exactly. So, but these side characters, those are the characters that are benefiting from these type of shows because they're getting more information about them that we never had before, yeah, and but that's, that's Rogue, what's that's making... Rogue one too, right? Right. I mean, like, you feel the loss now. Yeah. So, so when if we're gonna do stuff like this, that's the path we should be going. Absolutely. Down. Because now, if I, I should I say if, but when I watch four again, mm-hmm. that death is gonna be so much more painful because I understand his perspective. Right. Right. So they've done a fantastic job with that. Yeah, and that's that's the path they should keep traveling. So all in all, Kenobi, I would recommend. Yes. 
shame on Kathleen and Natalie for thinking that they were clever and ho- yeah. you know holding our my score my score right <laughs> holding the score hostage yeah you know that that was a mistake that was a major major mistake in this but good good stuff and I'm excited you know for a lot of stuff coming up we'll yeah. have to see we'll have to see there's good and bad you know obviously fuck you for not loving Wizard of Oz yeah I guess you know I guess but uh, yeah, all right. So uh, we ran a little long, but uh, give us a give us a plug. Well, I'm getting near the end of finishing up my creator-owned horror comic. Still pushing for a July release on that. So I'm hoping to uh, get that done and out as soon as possible. Now, are you willing to give us the title yet, or is that still going to? Nah, be... I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a little bit longer. All right, all right try to pry it out of you (laughs) all right jim as always thanks for coming on no problem thanks for having me all right guys so that is episode nine in the books hopefully it was better than the episode nine of the star wars universe um you know where to find us Uh, the website is catalystcrafting.com our etsy store if you search catalyst creations nh we're on all social platforms And as always, appreciate this. Wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. Have a great night. Take care of yourselves. And all right, crew, I'll catch you on the next one.